At the first service, I got to preach to the new mayor-elect. Bernie was here with us. And I get to preach to a new school board member. Right, Eleanor? Yes. Yes. And Darren, it must be fun to run for office when you have no opposition, right? A great celebration party, anyway. So congratulations to all of you all. Now, I know, I know, uh, there's a clock back there for a reason, for the, for the preacher to watch it. And I know, I know the food's probably about ready. So uh, I'll get you there, I promise. I'll get you there without too much delay. Our scripture this morning is from Joshua, and I'm reading the first eight verses of chapter 4 and verses 19 through 24. And, and as some of the Old Testament passages go, they kind of repeat and repeat and repeat, so you'll, you'll hear all the message for sure. And this takes place on the banks of the Jordan, the promised lands right there, and let's hear what happens. When the entire nation had finished crossing over the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, select 12 men from the people, one from each tribe, and command them, take 12 stones from here, out of the middle of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet stood, carry them over with you, and lay them down in the place where you camp tonight. Then Joshua summoned the 12 men from the Israelites whom he had appointed, one from each tribe. Joshua said to them, Pass on before the ark of the Lord your God into the middle of the Jordan, and each of you take up a stone on his shoulder, one for each of the tribes of the Israelites, so that this may be a sign among you. And when your children ask in time to come, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall tell them, that the waters of the Jordan were cut off in front of the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And when it crossed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall be to the Israelites a memorial forever. The Israelites did as Joshua commanded. They took up 12 stones out of the middle of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, as the Lord told Joshua carried them over with them to the place where they camped and laid them down there. And then at the 19th verse, the people came up out of the Jordan on the 10th day of the first month. They camped in Gilgal on the east border of Jericho. That's on the promised land side. Those 12 stones which they had taken up out of the Jordan, Joshua set up in Gilgal, saying to the Israelites, when your children ask their parents in time to come, what do these stones mean? Then you shall let your children know. Israel crossed over the Jordan here on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan for you until you crossed over. As the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up for us until we crossed over so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty, so that you may fear the Lord your God forever. And this is the word of God for all of us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. 
our, our, our country has a, a tradition of erecting monuments uh, to memorialize people and to memorialize events that have taken place. Uh, I noticed on the news that this week in our state capitol, there was a statue unveiled of a woman, the first woman ever so honored in Kentucky, and I'm scratching my head. It is 2022, isn't it? But we finally got around to putting a woman statue. Yes, all the women are saying yes. Anyway, uh, an educator from Barron County, I believe, cute little lady with her hat and a feather in it. I didn't, I didn't know of her but certainly a tribute to all educators for sure. And I've driven by your courthouse here in Georgetown, as you have, I'm sure, and there is a monument right on the corner, and it says, remembering all those who served in World War I and World War II. And I've, I'm sure you've seen it. If not, please go look at it. And uh, at the courthouse in Henderson, uh, there is such a monument. And also, there is a monument to those who served in the Korean War and those who served and died in the Vietnam War, as did my fellow Henderson Countyan and college roommate, Bobby Powell, who died in 1969. So Veterans Weekend is always a very uh, soft part in my heart. There are uh, all kinds of flags waving this weekend, like Main Street, thank goodness. And there's Camp Nelson and different cemeteries that have special ceremonies. Our leaders of our country have been to Arlington. I believe it was the Secretary of Defense who was at the Vietnam Memorial Wall. I didn't realize that was controversial at first but I heard the person speak who designed that and now one of the most popular visited walls and memorials of all. These monuments are erected to tell us and remind us that freedom isn't free. You have to pay the price, you have to sacrifice for your liberty. And certainly, many, many people have done just that. I, I may have shared with you, Susan and I got to go to Normandy some years back, and that day we drove into that national memorial there, and thousands upon thousands of grave markers there on the beach at Normandy. It just, uh, well, I, I won't ever forget it. And did you know that, well, Deauville is a sister city of Lexington, and every year, Deauville takes their children, their elementary children, to that gravesite to place a, a special flower on the graves of the Kentuckians. They have not forgotten, and neither shall we. Well, the scripture today is a story about freedom as well. Um, the people of Israel were led out of bondage in Egypt by Moses. And then they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. And then this scripture, we find them on the banks of the Jordan 
On Jordan's stormy banks I stand and cast a wishful eye. We've sung that before. Well, this was quite a momentous occasion. I don't know how Cecil B. DeMille missed making this movie. Uh, you know, he made the Ten Commandments and Charlton Heston was Moses. Well, they missed their mark. They, he, Charlton Heston could have been Joshua on the banks of the Jordan. This is such a fantastic story. And before they crossed over the Jordan, they looked back and remembered. And then, and then the priest walked down into the Jordan carrying the Ark of the Covenant, which contained those Ten Commandments, and the river dried up so they could cross over. Remembering how the Red Sea dried up when they came out of bondage, and now the Jordan dries up so they can cross over into the Promised Land. Certainly, it was a time for them to remember. And verse 24 that I read says, by stopping the waters, the Lord God did this so that all the nations of the earth might know that the Lord's hand is mighty and powerful. And so that all people might fear or reverence, might reverence the Lord God forever. So then they crossed over and when they got on the Jericho side of the Jordan in the promised land, the Lord said, Joshua, send 12 back for each tribe, pick up a stone. I love the picture in our bulletin. Denise did a good job finding a, a great graphic. Pick up a stone out of the river and pile it up on the Jericho side. And that will be a memorial for this forever. And I particularly like what the scripture says. Then when your children see this and they ask, well, what do these stones mean? What's this all about? Then you will tell them of our faith history how we came out of bondage in Egypt, how we wandered in the wilderness, and how God finally helped us get across to the promised land. Make sure your children know the story is what he's saying here. And that's an ongoing mission of all of us, right? If you haven't taken your children to that monument at the corner of the courthouse, do so or your grandchildren, and say, this is what this is about. People sacrificed and gave their lives for us and for freedom. Certainly, these are monuments, are markers of faith, of faithfulness. And they need to call us to a life of gratitude. And as we move into this Thanksgiving season, we have our meal together in just a moment. And as we move into Thanksgiving holiday, we need to be grateful for all that our ancestors have done for us. And I think about this sanctuary. This is a marker of faith. Years ago, downtown and then also here, foundation was laid and brick by brick, this was made a marker of faith, and it's a testimony to God and God's love. And when people pass by and see a church, may they know that this group of people love the Lord, and we're still here, and we're still active, and we're still serving the community and reaching out 
in his name. So this morning, when we see that pile of stones, as the Israelites did, they'll remember. When we pass those monuments and those markers, may we remember. When we gather in this church, may we remember and be thankful. There are markers of faith all around us. Let's keep our eyes open to see them, to tell about them, to teach them, to pass on these monuments of memory for those who have loved God and loved neighbor enough even to give their lives in sacrifice and surrender. And then may uh, we, as Marcus in his prayer shared, may we also be a marker and a monument of faith by the way we live and that our faithfulness will show through as well. Holy God, thank you for this day, this special weekend. Thank you for those monuments that have been erected that tell of sacrifice and love. And may we always have gratitude in our hearts as you call the Israelites to remember and be thankful. May we also always be grateful and thankful for all that's been done for us. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen.